Welcome to the Ultra Pet Podcast episode 2. I am Carol Fox, your host, and today I am talking about a fascinating topic, performance psychology and how do we manage our fears. I am bringing my very personal experience as a mountain athlete to look at how we can train our mental strength and learn how to face our challenges and improve our performances, from mountaineering to running. After a few expeditions above 8,000 meters and ultra-running races, I have started to dig deeper into the psychology of fear and how it affects our performances, from crossing the finish line to reaching the top of a peak safely. How fear manifests itself and how we can deal with it. This can take our performance to a brand new level and potentially save our life. Let me first tell you about my darkest night. It was on the 19th of May 2018 during my summit push on Mount Everest. I am now talking about the ascent of Mount Everest from the north side in Tibet, China. I had a team up with uh, two other professional climbers, John Kedrowski from US Colorado and Rasmus Krak from Denmark. The summit strategy was to avoid any useless exposure at high altitude, so it was mainly about one short nap and pit stops on the way directly to the summit. So the idea was to start directly from advanced base camp at 6,400 meters, reach the North Skull at 7,100 meters, and then go to Camp 2 at 7,500 meters, where we will have a short nap, and I will meet my Sherpa companion, Vangdu, who is supposed to come with me uh, directly to the summit from Camp 2, and then go from Camp 2 to the last camp, Camp 3, 8,300 uh, meters, well into the death zone. And then another pit stop, quick break, before heading directly to the summit. Departure from Advanced Base Camp, uh, 6,400, and it's uh, 4 a.m. We set up the alarm, ready to go. But it's uh, snowing hard and very, very windy. So we were considering to delay a little bit uh, the climb, having a long breakfast and discussing. But after two hours, so we decided to go because the weather was not getting any better and it was enough just to proceed to the North Call. So it took about four hours to reach the North Call. John was already ahead uh, of us, so I was just with Rasmus uh, trying to fight in this uh, wind to reach the camp for a break. We just managed to find a shelter in the tent, so we started to boil water and trying to calm down and relax. Well, that was not very easy because the wind was blowing hard and we didn't know what to do at this time. It was about uh, 10 to 11 a.m. and we decided to go to the camp too so, so we could uh, meet the others 
and Wangdu Sherpa as well and assess the situation. We arrived at uh, Camp 2 at around 4 p.m. And I met uh, Wangdu and then we started to discuss about the summit night and have a dinner and tea. And then took a nap, ready to wake up three hours later and start for the last camp, Camp 3. The wind uh, calmed down a little bit, then started to pick up again. And I was really, I remember that I was really, really exhausting reaching uh, Camp 3. And it seems like a totally different planet, a bit like an end of the world scenery. It was extremely windy, dark, and the silence was just overwhelming. Rasmus and John were well ahead, and I was with Wang Du trying to figure out what to do. The wind was very unlikely to calm down, so we came back to the tent and decided to make a tea and wait a little bit. I was uh, freezing, really, literally. I couldn't feel my hands and my feet. I was shaking cold. So here we are in the death zone above 8,000 meters, and you really don't want to spend too much time here. But you have to take the decision do you go to get the summit this night or do, wait, do you wait one more night? My body finally took the decision to stay and wait until the following day. And the wait was probably the most terrible thing that can happen because you can develop a lot of uh, stress and fear and useless uh, negative feelings. So instead of uh, focusing on the stress and the exterior condition, the winds and the weather forecast, I just decided to make this um, mental rehearsal. Okay, what will wait for me after Camp 3? All the three steps uh, leading to the summit. How to handle those? I knew exactly every detail of it. So I was just repeating this and this again and over, over again trying to get as, uh, as much ready as possible. And it was finally about 10 p.m., about time to go. Time to go goes with all the doubt, of course, fear, stress. And then you tell yourself, okay, just go and get it done. I had about 550 meters before reaching the summit. And I was overwhelmed with doubt, stress, and a feeling of claustrophobia. The level of darkness and silence were unseen before, and I couldn't even relate this to any previous experience. So I felt unsafe, unsecured all the way along to the top. I struggled with my headlamp, thinking that everything is too dark, and I couldn't focus on my footsteps properly. I discovered later on that this was due partly to my eye problem, as I got uh, retina edema during this trip. So the feeling of darkness was just reinforced to the point that it was causing a feeling of claustrophobia. From Everest North, you have three rocky steps before reaching the summit pyramid, the final reach to the top. 
and those steps are quite difficult to handle. My strategy was to do exactly what I do when I run a 100-kilometer race, that is to divide the course into stages that are more manageable for the mind, and I can really have my full focus on the moment and on the technical aspects. I knew the exact detail of each of the steps, reading books and asking my friends who already did that uh, summit from the north side. So it was for me easier to have this uh, mental map in my mind. I already knew that the crux of this climb will be the second step, a 40-meter climb on a ladder, so it's a ladder that is already set and the last 10 meter is almost vertical. So at this altitude, it's pretty tough actually to climb uh, the steps and you don't feel the feet so well. So each step is a bit unsecured and scary. I kept talking to myself, telling myself that everything's going to be okay and the summit is not far. And after the five longest hours of my life, I finally reached the summit. Unfortunately, it was 3 a.m. in a total darkness. My darkest night. No view to admire, nothing transcendental, only darkness and silence. The wind was very strong and it was so cold that after 30 seconds, I pushed my way down already. I have been very lucky to climb Mount Everest from the north side, so it allowed us to be very remote and quiet. I saw very few people up to the top and I was alone with my Sherpa standing for the summit picture. Going down, it was amazing to witness the sunrise. Such a beautiful view and very reassuring and comfortable, peaceful. Suddenly, all the fear, the stress completely vanished. And the feeling of seeing the sun warming my face was more delightful than the summit itself. Now, mountaineering and ultra running are sport of tough moments. This includes a very high mental component. So, if you ask me how I am dealing with those tough moments, I would say that I'm learning and training how to manage fear. Of course, this doesn't mean I'm not afraid of anything. Quite of the contrary. While climbing Mount Everest, 
at the very end, I told myself, this is going to be the last one. But in the end, I have always managed to gather myself and build up new projects and uh, go again and again. And in a way, fear is what kept me alive all those days. But we need to understand how to deal with it so it doesn't block us. When our body is releasing stress chemicals, it is scientifically proven that uh, our brain is shutting down so that we lose about 30% of our brain capabilities. And this is including our capacity to see and analyze things clearly. So how to reach mental clarity when we feel overwhelmed by this feeling of fear? I used to learn how to focus on the task at end Rather than the result, I just stay in the moment. I don't think about the summit too much. I don't think about the finish line. And I just focus on moving step by step. Of course, we have a lot of moments that the body feels scared. That's totally normal. But we have to know and to trust that we can make it. Okay, I am scared, but I'm still holding on. I don't want to make it too general here because the risk at stake can be very different when it's linked to mountaineering. So when you are in the mountain, the weather condition and all this outside factor that we cannot control within ourselves are very important and we need to assess the risk. Does it really worth it to push forward or isn't it better to simply go down and give up? Because giving up in the mountain is the hardest thing ever, especially when the summit is only 500 meters away. So I would say assess the risk and make your decision as quick as possible and don't get stuck in your fears. This reminds me of a talk I had uh, with Kilian in Nepal last year when we mentioned the last few hundred meters before the summit of Mount Everest and I just told him about the decision I had to take and the time I took to make those decisions and he said there is only two ways here you go up or you go down you don't think because if you think too much you end up doing nothing or you end up to take the wrong decision in the end and again this is a matter of uh, practice and Kilian is not a superhuman, he's not a god, he's just over-experienced and he has all the tools to make a quick decision and just go for it. I would say that this is pretty the same for Alex Honnold when he's ready to free solo El Capitan, for example. Of course he is a Fred, but he's super ready and he knows everything he has to do. It's like a dance, it's like a ballet. It's a vertical dance and he knows all the moves and he is in control. So there is no place for fear because the moment he is performing, he is 100% into this. This is why I emphasize on the practice of visualization as one of the first and most important tools to overcome fear during any challenge. And we need to use it and practice it well before starting any, any, any type of uh, challenge or event or race or anything. 
So we can imagine ourselves completing the action, for example, a 100K race or summit push time. And we add as much detail as possible. We need to feel while pushing. We need to feel all the emotion that will arise. And also even learn how to welcome them and how to welcome the pain. So I really recommend to practice this uh, mental rehearsal before starting any challenge. So you need to get ready to perform according to a scenario that you have pre-established and tested before. So you are already ready to face difficulties. This will improve your sense of confidence, especially when a shit event will happen, because we will have loads during an endurance event. Learn how to deal with it before. And then when the worst is happening, what do we do? Here is the second point I use to train a lot before starting any challenge. is my capability to recenter in case of problem. So to release my worries and to stay in the moment, I used to zoom in and zoom out, looking at the condition and try to focus on every aspect. Take a big breath in and out, focus on the rocks, focus on the nature around. This will help us to be back to the present moment and keep going if the conditions are allowing you to. And then we can all add those uh, self-talks. On the top of this, self-talk will bring us calm and confidence as well. I know we all have our mantras, phrases and sentences to keep going. So for myself, I just, uh, well, I just tell myself, just keep going, keep going, focus, focus. I am also telling myself very often, come on, who can walk, can run. So finally, we can use and train a lot of uh, mental tricks but the most important thing will always remain the good and correct preparation. And the last point I want to focus on today is, and not the least, is the assessment. So you have to review the climb, the run, or any challenge you have completed and recall what you did well, for example, and what went wrong. Look back and question yourself about uh, all the things that worked or not, the useless dose of risk you took. Don't rack your experience to good fortune. Say, oh, I was lucky this time. And just simply don't give up thinking you are not good at it. Just take the time to review your performance and just uh, take whatever you need to improve it. And just think that in the end, uh, hope will always be stronger than fear. Thank you for listening to this uh, episode too. And I'm wishing you a good weekend. Stay safe, everyone. go out, I am all alone All the trees outside are buried in the snow I spend my night dancing with my own shadow And it holds me 
and it never